Hello and welcome to part one of a ten-part series <laughs> that we are calling Magnando's. I'm Gavin. <laughs> I'm Philip. And for those of you who are fans of Cult of Guest Cast, you might be thinking, "What's going on?" Well, we're here to tell you this isn't your usual Cult of Guest Cast, not your father's Cult of Guest Cast. Mm-hmm. No. For the next ten episodes, we're going to be looking at two things only. Phil, why don't you tell us what that first thing is? X Men. The X Men. And the second thing we're going to focus on is Nando's, that beautiful, delicious restaurant, much maligned but never unkind. Nando's is a fun place to be with friends as long as they all eat chicken. <laughs> I think you're biasing people a little bit yeah. right now with that beautiful introduction. Mm. But yeah, we've 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 switched gears slightly. Yeah, from Seinfeld and manga. Yeah, I don't think we even need to really focus on it. No, just no. Forget, next ten episodes. Next ten episodes X-Men, are going to be Nando's. X Men and Nando's. Like Look which, forward to it. Which is best? Uh, <laughs> once we've spoken, we're going to do a little sort of an intro as to what our thing is about. Uh huh. We'll look at our respective topics. Then we'll take our patented Kramer system. Yep, the thing we kept. Uh, Shut. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to decide which of them is actually best. Is it the X Men or is it Nando's? Who knows? It may take us one week. It may take us ten. Probably take us ten. Probably take us it ten weeks. Take us ten. Uh, now I'll take you through the Kramer system as it pertains to this. Please, if that's okay. If you don't mind, uh, if you want to write it up on the board or do I'll do whatever you like. I'll write it on the board. I'm okay. heading over the board, Gavin. Okay, here he goes. He's mobile. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's it. He's thirty-six, folks. Christ. <laughs> I'm rubbing out. When is your birthday again? To June. It's June. Okay. It's June fifteenth. Okay. I was just say. I was like, you're the kind of. Don't take us the wrong way. Uh-huh. Cunt, uh-huh. who would probably uh-huh. at this age hide your birthday? No. No, no, no. not at all. Okay, great. Presents. Okay. Although I, w- I will point out that last year I don't think I advertised enough because nobody remembered it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, even me? Anyone? Uh, even okay. Louisa? <laughs> Kay on the Kramer system, first on this in this instance when they're talking about X Men and Nando's, uh-huh. K stands for. Kingdom. Which one of these, Ooh. the X Men or Nando's, has the largest fan base? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Next yep. up is Rabidity. Which of these fan bases has the most fanatical or most rabid fan base? Rabidity. <laughs> the rabidity of our city. Rabidity. No! No! A. Eight. And Kramer stands for a delicious dinner. Which one of these fant- is a fantastic <laughs> night out? <laughs> Which one of these is a fantastic night out with friends, assuming they all eat chicken? <laughs> M stands for martyrdom. Which of these, the X Men or Nando's, is most likely to sacrifice themselves to save the lives of countless millions? <laughs> sure. Yep. E stands for especially delicious. Mmm. I can't wait to taste that juicy chicken right now. Which of these, the X-Men or Nando's, has the potential for deliciousness? And R, of course, Phil, stands for Rocket from the Crypt. Which of these, the X-Men or Nando's, has the biggest connection to RTFC? Are you especially delicious? I can't wait to taste this chicken right now. Of course. Rocket Rocket from from the the Crypt. So whoever uh, scores the most points in each category... Oh, it's up on the board now, it's official. ...will be uh, the winner, and that'll be declared best out of X-Men or <laughs> Nando's. <laughs> yeah. I think it seems fair. It's pretty I fair. It's pretty split in the middle. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, God, I mean, I hope not. Mm. You know, we need a winner for the episode one that's Oof. don't want it to be a damp squib. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Promise. Daddy. I should say at this point, thinking about pleading. Mm. Let me just. I, we understand that we did the live show. The live show uh, is coming. We got a local filmmaker. What kind of wants to make a film? Uh, <laughs> but he can't get this out in time. Is but anyway, that doesn't matter. He's doing us a favor. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. Um, but 
that's coming soon. We haven't done an actual cult of Gesh cast in about eight, well, actually probably eight twelve years. weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I understand the reasons why you may have either reduced your pledge or <laughs> taken your pledge away entirely. Because <laughs> there have been a few. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's been a, it's not been a ton, uh-huh. but it's been enough, and we haven't grown in that thing. So you're all in a lot of fucking trouble. That's true. So when we come back in ten weeks with. Cult of Gesh cast proper. Yeah. Get ready for a fucking. I mean, you're all always saying you want to be tested. You want to be tested. Well, now you're being tested. Yeah. Give us your fucking money. Where's your faith now? Yeah. Where's your God now? Where's your God now? I'm not a slave to a God that doesn't exist. Seek, follow, and serve. Yeah. (laughs) Digga, 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 digga. (laughs) Philip, it's Mm. time to pony up. Yeah. You need to take us through the X-Men. Are <laughs> you ready to learn more about the X-Men? That was my Banshee impression. Did you like it? It was good. You sounded just like... Ca- Sean Cassidy? Sean Cassidy. Yeah. Cassidy Cape. A.K.A. Um, oh, this is exciting, Gavin. Yeah. We love the X-Men. It's one of the biggest cult of Gesh cast and Gesh cast topics. <laughs> In fact, our cult is kind of like the X-Men. Yeah, we chose that for the cult. We're kind of like the X-Men. But is it specifically kind of like X-Men, the animated series? I wouldn't, don't know if it's specifically like that. It's no. specifically like that. Um, Your head is getting really long. I'm just looking at it in that light you were saying earlier. Don't, and I was like, don't, I'm conscious You mad that. freak, look at you. With your long hair. He cut it really, he cut it all the same length when I went, and now I've got pure, like... You've microphone got, head. You've got microphone head. <laughs> you've got, you're a little bit like, buzz cut you're like Dennis the Menace. I... I, I love like it. it. Sorry, I got in your way there, but fuck. <laughs> when you stepped into the light of the the laptop there, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> He's minging. Get him to a hairdresser. Um, right. Yeah. So I wanted to look specifically mm-hmm. at X Men, the animated series. Yeah. Lots of facts coming up, Gavin. Okay. So please get a pencil and paper ready. Write it on a piece of paper. <laughs> Huh. Gene! <laughs> <laughs> Rick Ross was in for just a second. <laughs> X-Men the Animated Series originally aired from October 31. I've written it in a really bad way to read out. Mm-hmm. To 1992. It's all staying indoors. To September the 20th, 1997. Mm-hmm. Had 76 episodes and five fat seasons. Shit. But the series was the second attempt... To create an X-Men animated series. Mm-hmm. The first attempt, as you well know, Gavin, mm-hmm. was a half-hour special titled Pride of the X-Men. Yes. The pilot aired numerous times between 1989 and 1992, but was poorly received and never picked up. Which is wild. It's, inc- it's insane to even consider it. Uh, it received so poorly, Gavin, that many believed an X-Men animated series mm-hmm. could never be made. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Love this YouTube delivery. <laughs> However, Fox Kids Vice Chairman Margaret Loesch and Executive Sydney Iwanta uh, bargained for a second chance, vowing never to make the same mistakes as the Pride of the X Men. Yeah, they needed help, and who better than Heinz Saban <laughs> of legendary Saban Entertainment and Charles Xavier himself? <laughs> He came in to help raise the series from the ashes, not unlike the mysterious, all-powerful cosmic force known as the Fion X. <laughs> he knows his stuff. <laughs> Everyone involved in the project understood that characters needed to be taken seriously, despite the varying tones of the comics. I want to refer to the series as hard rock, to Batman the animated series as smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> and like watching the show, you're like, what? <laughs> it's like hard rock. however compared to Warner Brothers Batman the animated series X-Men would suffer from a much smaller budget Batman had much longer production times per episode whereas the X-Men series would need to operate in a much tighter schedule they attributed this to the series' rawness yeah it's not worse you're Mm -hmm. wrong it's raw it's raw raw hard rock (laughs) to smooth jazz early in development of the series Celebrity Corp Stanley expressed an interest in running the show However, he wanted something closer to the 1960s team vibe uh, incarnation of the comic books, but series writers decided they needed to go with the intensity of the 1970s X-Men. <laughs> it's like, fuck off, Stanley. <laughs> Not interested. Pretty much beat it. Um, because that hard-hitting intensity 
Nothing says Saturday mornings quite like hard-hitting messages about race crimes, but featuring black Tom Cassidy, <laughs> or of course, Nathaniel Essex, a.k.a. Mr. Sinister. <laughs> Longer uh, series wide storylines would be introduced to the series, moving away from episodic stories wrapped up nicely in 20 minutes. Instead, the new X-Men series would create continuity between episodes, creating a much larger story. Uh, besides multi-part stories like Days of Future Past and the Phoenix Saga, the show incorporated story threads that would continue across the whole season. Who amongst us can forget the long story arc of Henry Philip Hank McCoy, a.k.a. The Beast, doing porridge for Apple Bobbin, the mutant control agency? <laughs> or Charles, Professor Charles Xavier, a.k.a. Professor X, a.k.a. Charles, a.k.a. Chuck a- and Magneto, a.k.a. Magnus, a.k.a. Eric Lenshaw, a.k.a. the White King, later the Grey King of the Hellfire Club, a.k.a. Michael Xavier, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Eric the Red, a.k.a. the White Pilgrim, a.k.a. the Creator, just fanning about the Savage Land for an entire series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, My legs. <laughs> Carry me, Charles. <laughs> One of us is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Due to these ongoing, at times extremely boring, longer storylines, X-Men was the first weekly animated series to rely on a previously on segment mm-hmm. during the show, which is now commonplace. It is. Boom. The X-Men did it first. Zacked. <laughs> Get ready for more facts, Gavin. Okay, here we go. Early promotional materials for the show did not feature Jean Grey, Beast, or Gambit. Crazy. Producers were told that these were less interesting characters Mental. and they were secondary to the main cast. However, during the writing stages, many of those writers felt that uh, those characters were the ones they most enjoyed writing for. Absolutely. Jean, over time, became the emotional core of the group. And while everyone else fought around her, she was trusted and respected due to her quiet strength. Agreed. Could (laughs) not agree more. (laughs) Beast became so popular with writers as there was no one else like him in in the show. Yeah. He was the most mutated of the group, yet the most comfortable with it. He would spout obscure poetry, but was powerful, agile, and courageous. Gambit was just left out of the promotion for no real reason, probably because he comes across as rapey. (laughs) Yeah, disconcerting, (laughs) yeah, provocative. (laughs) The entire cast was hired, and the production recorded completely in Canada for two reasons. Fox had simply had such a great success with the Beetlejuice cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And because you can pay... Canadian actors much less. I thought it was because they were under the protection of Alpha Flight. (laughs) (laughs) The courageous puck. (laughs) Uh, Upon rapping the first season, uh, the actors who performed the voice uh, acting uh, were all given leather jackets with the series logo and their character's name on the back. Fuck me, Can you even fucking imagine? Oh, (laughs) genuinely, again, if I was, I bought my 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 winter jacket Mm. uh, a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and it's just a good big Daz Grey <laughs> winter jacket but I did buy an iron on X patch <laughs> for the side of it and I haven't put it on yet I don't quite have the guts yet to put it on And but if I put on an X-Men leather jacket you look exactly like those few episodes where Wolverine's up in Canada and he has the big hooded jacket oh don't you look just like Wolverine mate <laughs> oh don't it's either that or the Planet Hollywood leather jacket there's the two that I think would be the most badass <laughs> Planet Hollywood Orlando <laughs> on the back. Bruce Willis still Orlando jacket. I saw that outside the, the what you call it, Vespa at the time. Mm. And it was, uh, yeah, an old guy, what pure silver fox guy went by with a leather jacket. And it, it's on my Instagram. Maybe it's one of the first things I ever put on Instagram. And it's uh, I just this leather, <laughs> Planet Hollywood Orlando. I'm like, oh, mate, that's fucking badass. Give it to me. Wearing it out in Glasgow. <laughs> yes. So that's, yeah, but the X-Men can't even Can't even begin to imagine how good it would be to yeah. even see one of those jackets in the wild. Oh. Thank Christ, there goes the voice of Cyclops. <laughs> uh, the show lineup featured as the main... Uh, cast of characters, Professor Charles Xavier, Cyclops, a.k.a. Scott Summers, Beast, Henry, Philip, Hank, McCoy, Jean Grey, Rogue, a.k.a. Rogue, Mm -hmm. uh, Gambit, Lemmy LeBeau, uh, the Weather Goddess, Aurora Monroe, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Storm, and Jubilation Lee. (laughs) Facts. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
Phil, no one's taking any of this away from you. You understand this is this that, is true. This is it's all facts stolen from a website. Uh, many other X Men featured in the series, but were never mentioned to be part of the team specifically, including Colossus, Nightcrawler, Emma Frost, Forge, Havoc, Polaris, Cannonball, Banshee, Iceman, Angel, Longshot, Dazzler, Sunfire, Psylocke, Cable, and Bishop. The series was one of the first animated series to feature a large number of women mm-hmm. as core members of the central team of characters. Yep. The series incorporated many classic storylines from the comic books, including the Dark Phoenix Saga, Days of Future Past, Kitty's Fairy Tale, The Phalanx Covenant, Proteus, Age of Apocalypse, and The Legacy Virus. It's the end of the world, as we know. <laughs> we could we do that? We get that song, and you just say all those things really fast. <laughs> Phoenix Ajamogoverse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like the comic book, the animated series addressed many mature social issues like prejudice, intelligence, I- <laughs> intelligence, intelligence, <laughs> intolerance, isolation, racism, uh, head-on, but also subtly addressed things like divorce, Christianity, the Holocaust, and the AIDS hysteria. Yep, yep. <sighs> Shape-shifting characters would often openly flirt with either sex depending on their current form, showing an early appreciation for gender fluidity. Yeah. Probably not, but... Probably At the not. same time, uh, Cable, a.k.a. Nathan Summers, did shoot Pyro immediately for calling him Darling. <laughs> Specifically in the UK, Gavin, the show ran on Saturday mornings as part of Live and Kicking. Yeah. A weekly four-hour live kids magazine show during which a continuous line of fresh children were fed straight into John Barrowman live on BBC One <laughs> in a failed attempt to slake his thirst for human flesh. <laughs> Due to the nature of the live TV show, the exact start time of the X-Men animated series each week remained a fucking mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One that meant I had to set a VH, uh, VHS to record in advance and just fucking hope to Satan that I got it right, sweating just thinking about it as I sat in the back of my Ford Mondeo, trapped in traffic, travelling to and from Glasgow each week on my mother's weekly pilgrimage to first buy items from M&S and then return them seven days later. <laughs> the series would lead to a line of action figurines being available to buy through shops or through the medium of eating a lot of sugar puffs, completely gratis. <laughs> the X-Men animated series started my love for comic books and will always have a place at my table. I can still close my eyes and replay scenes in my head due to the sheer number of times I rewatched those shitty VHSs. Even though I was probably too old to be into it at the time. Yeah. The X Men are fucking badass. Yeah, that's true. Every single incarnation of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The X Men. The X Men. Specifically, the animated series. Specifically, the animated Specifically, the animated series. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a little. Uh, bowled over to be on the other side of the on the opposite end. Yeah, against the X Men in this, this. like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. You find yourself terrifying. I will point out as well, for the sake of factual accuracy, a lot of that was uh, clifted quite heavily from the Marvel Animated Fandom dot com wiki. You couldn't tell facts (laughs) directly from there. Yeah, I have a lot of really strong memories about the show as well. Again, especially live and kicking, like what time's it going to be on? Mm-hmm. Having to go to fucking Boys Brigade on a Saturday and do like something, <laughs> and you're like, just it better be on. Like, Cost, it, play a big drum. I boom. <laughs> learn about fucking Christ. <laughs> Christ and knots. I get my red badge if I can ask answer questions about fucking Saint Peter. <laughs> um, Could you? Did you? Yeah, I did. I, I was. Yeah. I was the. the See your best. See your best saint. Yeah, I'd say them. so. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a patron saint of. Uh, shagging indoors. Oh shit! No way. Yeah, shagging it's indoors. Also my favourite. Yeah, shagging indoors. Shagging indoors. Yeah, no, no one likes shagging indoors. <laughs> um, the I remember getting Pride of the X Men, the uh-huh. one that preceded that show. Uh, when I was sick from away from school, my mum brought it back. Yeah, uh, and she, I rented a video for you. It's this fucking thing. Just watch it and shut up. Try and die quiet. <laughs> and. Uh, I remember just being completely blown away by it and mm. just being like, I had no, no real exposure to the X-Men at that point uh, or most Marvel comics. And I was just like, These are, this is fucking badass. <laughs> and when you, them. when you watch Pride of the X-Men, everyone focuses on the wrong things. Like, oh, Wolverine's got an Australian accent. No, yeah. And you're like, well, that is wrong. Yeah. But the animation's amazing and just there's so much there's so much good stuff about it that is better than yeah. what came after. But what they didn't have was the storylines and the, mm-hmm. the character development and all this the other longevity. stuff. Longevity. Yeah. I also remember, uh, I'm sure I've told you, I've definitely told you this before, 
the first thing I bought when I had any money. <laughs> you have told me this. Yeah. <laughs> but carry on. Uh, money of my own, well, like independent money of my own, went to college for like the first, I think one of the first week I was in college pretty much. Uh, and I had like a bursary and I got this money paid into my account, which was only, it was like 350 quid per six months. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I was like, let's just spunk this up a wall. Absolutely. What's the best you got? And, but the thing is, it wasn't like I bought something for that. I bought something that was like 20 quid. Yeah. But I bought, a, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a Marvel uh, series of dolls. Like yeah. essentially like Ken doll sized, <laughs> Barbie sized dolls. And it was Mr. Sinister, but he had cloth clothes on. They came in a box, like a cereal box, and had a flap you'd open, you could see him. And he had these little fucking booties, <laughs> like his thigh highs on. He was like, Mr. Sinister comes out with his thigh highs. And I remember, poor me, taking up, going home, and mum being like, how'd you get on today? And I was like, oh, it was great, it was great. Hey, I bought this. <laughs> And this was years, like... This is what I'm into, Mum. I like, years of, like, just, you know, denying that I like this kind of thing. Uh-huh. Didn't like, didn't buy, didn't buy, bought, or asked for toys for years. I was a grown-up kid. I was out of all that now. And to see the disappointment on her <laughs> face and my dad's face when he eventually saw it, that, why did you buy this? You bought a dolly? You bought a dolly? Why oh, did you... weird man. Of a man in thigh highs? <laughs> Were the clothes fully removable? Uh, you could take off I think he still had pants Right uh, But yeah you could pretty much Take it all off <laughs> <laughs> But I only know this Because I've looked up Real pictures slow. I was too scared To take off the booties Because they were So tight That I was worried I wouldn't get them back on <laughs> I'm going to make a note Up here Of Mr Sinister Because I think we should Fish out a picture of that And put that on the Yeah The Insta Yeah um, <laughs> well, that's right. Color Geshcast has an Instagram now. It does. We haven't been maintaining it yet. Yet, but we're going to get. Let on me that get that sign in tonight. Tonight, yeah, um, yeah. That's very true. But um, obviously, and of course, the other big thing that you know from me from my history of uh-huh. the X Men <laughs> is my inordinate and innate fear. Oh, of course, yeah. I didn't even want to mention them in case you got a bit frightened. Oh, well, you know, thinking about it right now, I'm, a bit, I'm looking <laughs> at the window. <laughs> At any moment, Omega Red, Omega Red, may bound over the fuck. He's so scary. He's a scary guy. He is. He's terrifying. Big, huge, hulking, grey guy with shocking blonde hair. God, he looks like Ken got fucking jacked. (laughs) But yeah, no, no, do you think so? But also those adamantium tendrils. Yeah, and he can life life suck, and he can excrete a pathogen. Fucking no, thank you. I stay away from me. No, no, let's change the subject. Should we? Should or, we do, or do you want a game? Do you have some fun? Well, mine's is X Men related game. Okay, do you want to do your X Men? I'm happy to do mine. If okay, you're happy that's to fine. Play it. I'll just turn my iPad off then. <laughs> <laughs> this is X Men: The Animated Series. Fact or crap? Okay, okay. Are you okay. ready? That's true. Now, please bear in mind, I have not watched these as much as you. No, no. I, like, you, I, I think you'll you'll be okay. <laughs> Mostly ar- again around the production. Okay. More facts that I can get into my, <laughs> my diatribe. That's I've good. made it into this. Okay. Um, so again, for new listeners, fact or crap is a game where I will make a statement mm-hmm. and you tell me if it is fact mm-hmm. or crap or simply crap. Yeah. Okay. So first one, Gavin, is this fact or is this crap? Mm. Whilst preparing. For the first X-Men film, director Brian Singer watched the entire series of the animated show rather than engaging in any of the 40-year comic book history. Is that fact or is it crap? That's probably fact. It is fact. Yeah, yeah, I thought that might be the case. Gavin, is this fact or is this crap? Yep. A lost episode of the series is said to exist wherein Rogue and Storm share a passionate kiss atop the Statue of Liberty. Following the kiss, Storm is reputed to shout into the air, Lightning, strike me! And a bolt of electrical energy strikes her in the arse, creating a shockwave that shatters all the built, all the windows in the Twin Towers. Is that fact or is that crap? I'm going to say that's crap. It is crap. Oh, see, it is crap. It was actually the lightning flew out of her, uh, her eyes. <laughs> I changed it slightly. It was the MetLife building. Um, the Jerry f- Maguire special <laughs> Fact or crap Gavin Yep. George Boozer mm-hmm. Who was the voice of Beast Played a truck driver in the first X-Men Live action film Ooh. Boozer had auditioned for a small part Before producers of the film found out That he was the man that played Beast yep. Being fans of the series they immediately got excited about Including him in the film Crap um, Fact I'm gonna or say crap Fact 
It is a fact. Yeah, that's good. Fact or crap, Gavin? Mm-hmm. Magneto actor David Hemblin was also a finalist to reprise his role mm. in the live-action film, but he had to pull out due to scheduling conflicts with Earth Final Conflict, losing the role to Sir Ian McKellen. Shit. Is that fact or is that crap? I'm going to say that's crap. It's also a fact. Shit! Can you believe it? <laughs> no. <laughs> fact or crap, Gavin. Mm-hmm. During production for the cartoon, a fight broke out in the animation studio that lent to an intense fire breaking out. <laughs> to avoid insurance issues, Fox stated officially that the fire was started by an angry fan enraged by the executive decision not to have Storm and Rogue kiss atop the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> is that a fact or is that crap? I have to say, it doesn't sound true. <laughs> I'm going to say crap. It is crap. Okay, okay. I made that one up out of my mind's eye. <laughs> fact or crap, Gavin? Yep. Saban mm-hmm. uh, approached Leosh about bringing Power Rangers to the United States. They were both told that they would be gambling of their careers if they did. But thanks to the success of the X-Men series, they were able to do it, and it became a massively popular franchise. Mm-hmm. As a tribute, it was referenced in the episode The Juggernaut Returns. Dead X-Men lead directly to the Power Rangers. I would say the US. fact. It's a fact. Yeah! Can you believe that? <laughs> fact or crap, that's it. Oh, fact or crap's very good. Arigato! I like you leading the, the, the claps on your own segments. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'm big on just clapping. And You're well done. Arigato. <laughs> Arigato! Arigato! Uh, there we go. Okay. All right. Ready for your, your own segment now? Are you yes. ready to give it to me? Ready to, t- if you please. I'm ready to talk to you about a subject very close to my heart and yours as well. Mm-hmm, I guess it's mm-hmm. safe to say that both of these things have crossover appeal. All very dear to us both. Let's actually, I don't have it in my notes, but let's really quickly talk about how we got a fucking free Nando's just there. Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> um, so we're walking down uh, Argyle Street, Argyle Street mm-hmm. under Central Station Bridge. Under Central Station As Bridge, as we love to do for some reason, despite it being the clattiest part of town. It's the worst part of we Central walk Glasgow. At least once a day. Yeah, um, and Phil was like, well, "What's that thing over there about getting a free Nando's?" And I'm like, "Fucking shut up! <laughs> Stop thinking with your damned cock. It's probably some kind of fucking thing. Don't worry <laughs> about it." And Phil was like, "No, I want to check, Gavin. I want to see. Baby must have his bottle." So we took, it. we went over the road and then walked back up uh-huh. towards the Tower Records. If you're interested, and if you're from Glasgow, uh-huh. on that poster there were large, I'd say maybe like slightly smaller than A3 size tickets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were asked to rip them off the poster. Yep, and they were stuck on. They were stuck on with glue, um, and you could take it to Hernando's and get one free meal. And we did. We fucking did, didn't we? <laughs> we went in there, and the guy was like, I have no idea what this is. Yep. But we're like, look at the sticker, mate. This is official. You should know. You should know about this. And luckily, his supervisor did, and we got free. And that tickets. man was sacked immediately. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. Got a free Nando's. That was fantastic. <laughs> Had to pay for the site. Had bit to pay for the site. Yeah, because if you think about a meal, it's not just chicken, is it? Um, so, it was good Nando's, though. It's first it, time I've had yeah. one since I think it one that I got in London made me horrendously sick mm. all the way back on the Virgin train. Yes, yes, which wasn't that long ago. No. But still, enough to put you off. Oh, yes. My little brother, Hi Callum, had a burger in Edinburgh Zoo when he was like three. Uh-huh. You shouldn't really give a kid at three a burger anyway, but we didn't we didn't know any better. It was, yeah. you know, it's the 80s. Um, it was the 80s, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> probably wasn't with Callum, it was probably in the 80s. No, it was like 2005 or something <laughs> like that. Um, and he'd never touched burgers for like easily until he was like eighteen. Christ, because <laughs> he was sick as fuck. Yeah, and that was all all it that took. It. So that could have been you. You could have just been done with Nando's I know, at that no point. More Nando's, but luckily I got over it with free. <laughs> but what is Nando's? I don't know. You ask. Well, Phil, Nando's is an international chain of restaurants originating from South Africa. Mm. Specializes in Portuguese style peri peri chicken. This much we know. <laughs> I like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as we speak, sitting here in our filth, Nando's has over 1,000 outlets in over 35 countries. It's hard to say exactly how many for some strange reason. No one will say exactly. I imagine it's a pain in the ass to update the Wikipedia or their website all the time. <laughs> Nando's was founded in 1987. 
Fernando Duarte took his entrepreneurial friend, Robert Brosen, to a Portuguese takeaway called Chickenland. Love it. Uh, for a meal. And upon trying the delicious peri peri chicken for the first time, they scooped up the restaurant. They renamed it Nando's after Duarte's son. And they were on their way to a taste sensation that bursts in your mouth like a psychological mind warp. <laughs> Is that from the website? That's directly from their own <laughs> media. Yeah, That's good. The popularity of the restaurant grew and grew, expanding across the globe until it became uh, a worldwide phenomenon, came to the UK in 1992. They now in the UK have over 280 restaurants. Sugar. 60 of which are halal. Uh-huh. And in 2015, Bloomberg assessed the company to be worth approximately $1.1 billion. Jeez. 800,000 people <laughs> These are good numbers Eat in Nando's in the UK every week Shh. Which is larger Shut than the, the population of Glasgow Insane <laughs> Mind blown Now that's a very brief history of Nando's uh-huh. One thing I will say When I was writing up the notes for this uh-huh. Through my own idiocy <laughs> I think it's funny Same with Dildo Yeah I like to put an E at the end of it. I think it's funny. <laughs> For some reason, the E makes it good. An E makes it funny. It was from Akewood. Akewood uh-huh. was a uh, little nephew. <laughs> he like, found this dildo and it was like he wrote it, he was writing it out and it was like an E at the end. I always thought it was really funny. And I did the same with Nando's. And so now when I type Nando's, I naturally put an E at the uh-huh. end of the O, like Nando's. <laughs> Nando's. And it's in all my notes. Like all my notes say Nando's with an E at the end. Um, it's, it's very odd. But uh, <laughs> but Nando's gets a bad rap, man. Do you know I had to defend? I had to leap to Nando's honour. Hate just it. The other day, where I had one of those conversations where I was talking about how we were going for a Nando's yeah. later on with the wife. Yeah, the old wife. The ball. When I got back up the road, the and, ball. Uh, somebody <laughs> just kind of, like that's the ball. And chain. I'm sorry. <laughs> and chain. What's that? What you call her? <laughs> um, and somebody kind of interjected. Oh. Like, you don't like Nando's, do you? Fucking assholes, man. <laughs> Everyone who the doesn't like Nando's is a lovely boy, mm. but I was like, I there's a failing in <laughs> to, everyone to the death. I like Nando's. I, I love a Nando's man. <laughs> I hate people like that, and it's always the same shit. It's always it's pretty expensive for what you get. It's just chicken, isn't it? I, I it's just fucking chicken, but chicken is lovely. Chicken that's lovely, made to order, mm-hmm. and with you within. 17 minutes Roasted on a fucking Open flame Ugh, Flame grilled Peri peri sauce Essential spices And herbs oh my God, And it's delicious For what it is But Phil There's better places To eat man Especially in the West End <laughs> You could get A meal anywhere Dumpling monkey You could go to Any place you like I I know there's better places, but see when you just fancy a fucking Nando's, <laughs> nothing beats a Nando's. No, and that's ultimately no. why I think it might win out over X Men because really, when you think about uh-huh. it, nothing beats a Nando's when you want a Nando's. Whereas Apocalypse has beaten the X Men. <laughs> Apocalypse. <laughs> but I, that's it, and it just it annoyed like that whole. I had a katsu curry. F- Bacon Greggs And it wasn't as good As the katsu I had in Japan <laughs> Suck my dick Clean off my body It's not important Like it's just A fucking Nando's I think as well There's a lot to be said For sometimes A switch just goes Where you just like The taste of a thing mm-hmm. Aye And it doesn't matter About anything around It's like When you're hungover With McDonald's mm-hmm. And you just it doesn't matter what you order from McDonald's, you need something with a McDonald's taste. A McDonald's taste. It's the same thing. The same Nando's gets the same kind of thing like a Five Guys gets. Yeah. Because Five Guys is expensive in it's the UK. It's fucking good. But it's fucking good. And it doesn't taste like any other burger. Yeah. You have a, fi- a Five... When you want a Five Guys, only mm-hmm. a Five Guys will actually say that. Yes. Because it's a very specific taste. I could do a blind taste test mm-hmm. with a Nando's dinner mm-hmm. and know it was Nando's. Whereas with Aye. a katsu curry... Yeah. Hell, I'll That's be damned. If some cunt's like, you could make that at home. You could make a Nando's Good. at home. Great. Go and do it then over your flame grill. Do you know, have you ever heard <laughs> of an Italian restaurant? <laughs> exactly. All that shit you can make in like 30 minutes. Aye. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. cheese. Elitist Pizza. fucking horse Pizza. shit. <laughs> Elitist horse shit. Nando's is great. And it's because Nando's is a, is a mainstream success and it's easy to look down on it. Like, even though, like, you go in there, there's more folks with fucking full tracksuits than the Olympic Village. <laughs> it does have what you would call a very, a large ranging clientele. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And people don't like that. They don't like the fact that everyone going there didn't go to fucking Glasgow Uni. <laughs> Fuck off. 
Not interested. <laughs> but um, yeah, great things about Nando's that yeah, I like, please. right? All of their art that they have in the restaurants. Yes. Exclusively by South African artists. Yeah. Over 9,000 pieces that they've had to ensure Nando's has a distinct vibe every time you go in. Absolutely. So any Nando's you go in, you're guaranteed to see artwork you will not see in any other Original store, artwork. Which I think is fantastic. Uh, they also, all the restaurants that they've built recently have won awards for eco-friendliness and sustainability. Great. Again, more than a chain restaurant probably would uh-huh. in any other in any other circumstances. I really like a Nando's, man. Absolutely. And, you know, so let me think, right, Phil, what do you get in a Nando's? I go to de- Trad. Trad Nando's. Uh, death Row Nando's. Death Row Nando's. Chicken thighs. Perry chips. Yep. Which is my last one. Mm-hmm. Oh, hit me up with some garlic bread, too. <laughs> and then just straight up water. Just straight up water? Yep. Madman. Garlic sauce. Mm. Vinegar. Salt. <laughs> So, <laughs> wash your hands. Imagine Phil really dipping his head to the side as he says every one of these. Even just the fact that they have the common sense to have a sink <laughs> available to you without going to the can. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many barbecue restaurants we've been to. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one smoke that opened up in town? Yeah. And they had the worst sinks I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's the messiest food I've ever been mm-hmm. served. Yeah, it's not, they didn't they design two that. Things go together. Yeah, it wasn't designed with the user in mind, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't user focused. Um, I think I'll go half chicken, just perry chips, rice. Maybe sometimes get a wing roulette, depending on how many people you're Throw with. Throw in there. Throw yeah. it in there. Uh, yeah, always on a on a hot olives, some hummus. Yeah, you've got it all at fucking Nando's, man. You got it all at Nando's. Let me give you my five Nando's of all time, right? Okay, hit me up. Five top Nando's. Five greatest Nando's. Five number five 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 Springfield Key. In Glasgow, a lot of these are probably Glasgow based, right? <laughs> it's halal. It's next to the cinema and the bowling in the arcade. What more do you want? What more do you want? Number four, 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 four. There's Nando's uh, near my work in London, right? Which uh-huh. is fantastic, and I'm not going to tell you which one it is because it'll don't give you proximity where my work is. <laughs> but um, you want <laughs> to get a London dinner listeners. when you're with when you're out for work, uh-huh. but you want to also get away from everyone because everyone's too good to be seen in Nando's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's brilliant go for Nando's. that. Go to a Nando's. Yeah. No, I fancy a Nando's. Everyone will catch up with you later. Go back to the hotel room. Chug. And then just chug. <laughs> <laughs> Jack it off till your dick is soft. Uh, number three, Waterloo, three, three, three. Waterloo Street uh, in Glasgow. Brand new Nando's, taking full advantage of all that sustainability and all that yeah. new design. Uh, and also... Uh, you know, it's quite quiet because it's new. Uh-huh. So that's good. Close to the work. Good Nando's. Number two, 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 two. two, two, two. St Enoch one in Glasgow, the one that we were just in. Free Nando's. Free Nando's. Always tie that good memory now. Free Nando's. Exactly. Uh, so many fun dinners with good friends in that Nando's. Uh, I tie a lot of good memories to that Nando's. <laughs> and number one, 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 one is the resort world in Birmingham. Uh, when I go to TF Nation every year, I love it, but you need to get away from people at times because it's such an intense event. Mm. It's great to do that in a setting that not only is giving you a delicious meal that you love, uh-huh. but it's very familiar. Yes. Surrounding. Yeah, a sense of familiarity that, that money can't buy. And that's the reason why it's my favourite Nando's, Phil. <laughs> I love <that>. <laughs> <laughs> Things I love about Nando's also, getting your reward card filled up. Oh. No better feeling than that no. in the world, is there? I can eat a whole chicken to myself. A whole chicken to yourself? Yes, easy. <laughs> of course you could. Three wings on the side. <laughs> Give me also three wings <laughs> on the side. Um, yeah, the other thing I'm really intrigued with is the... the the rumour of the Nando's black card. Yes, yes. Uh, this card, apparently, if you have this, if you're a celebrity or you have, uh-huh. you, uh, you've done something above and beyond, you're given this card, which gives you free Nando's unlimited for life. For life. Uh, and the idea is that, uh, I think it's like the, the rumours like people like Ed Sheeran, Oprah, David Beckham, <laughs> that's your sort of level. Yeah. Who have a Nando's card black. Uh-huh. Uh, Imagine they've all been sent them but the only yeah. ones that use them are like Gaz from Geordie Shore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. But the, the, the right, so you, can, you right now uh-huh. can have a Nando's black card. Yeah, or ten thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> is it just checking for me, or can I bring people with me? With the Nando's in? black card, apparently the rule is that it's, it's unlimited Nando's meals for you and up to five people in your party. <sighs> or ten thousand pounds up front cash. Mm. No, it's taxed. <laughs> I go through HMRC. I'm sorry. Must go through the correct channels. Mm. 
I'd like to say it's the card, but I think it's the cash. When you take the 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. what would you do? It's, it's, very, it's a really hard I had one. to think about it. Yeah, I mean, I again, when you really it. think about what you could do with yeah. £10,000. Plus, I don't know five people anymore. That's true. That's true. <laughs> not like you. That's true. He doesn't have that, like, that joie no, de vivre. No. That lust for life that I have now. <laughs> Just uh, say you take the card so everyone loves you. Yeah, oh, I would take the card and take all of our initiates out for a fucking <laughs> baby, baby, baby. So that's Nando's in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, that's everything that they do. The kind of stuff that you can get there is like chicken and chips and that. It's really good. It's sorry, but it's quite expensive. It's good for what it is. I, exactly. You can better places, isn't there? Going it's the equivalent of being going to see a daft film mm-hmm. and being like, ah, sorry, but it's kind of stupid, you know? Mm. It's like you fucking knew that going in. You, it was called Skyscraper and I started a rock. Aye. You knew it was going to be a bit stupid. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. It wasn't quite... No. Mm, do you know what? It was good, it but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let, that leads me on really quickly. We'll have a little bit of fun before we do please, the deliberation, please, okay? yeah. Uh, so I've got a game that, okay. I, that I'm calling... <laughs> I think I've game a name. Back. Oh, shit, you think I've game right? Do I make one up right now? Uh, Your game was about... It was X-Men Facts. It was it, Fact or Crap. It was so, Fact or Crap. So X-Factor or Crap. Oh, oh. that's why they pay him the big bucks. There we go. This game is called Nobody Calls Me Chicken. Yep, yep. Philip, <laughs> I ask you to assume the role of this one lonely chicken. Yeah. Night spent at home in front of the computer... Either watching Yolk Tube <laughs> or being ignored on social media. Yep, yep. Life isn't what it was cracked up to be. You constantly think, I'm letting life pass me by. So you decide. <laughs> you to say, g- I'm letting. Yeah. <laughs> you decide to get out there and see the world uh-huh. as this lonely chicken, right? Unfortunately, being a chicken, you can't visit countries where they have Nando's. Okay. While, <laughs> while they do have stores in 35 countries, there are currently 195 countries oh, around the world. Okay, okay. Uh, you have to tell me five countries you want to visit, mm-hmm. and I'll reveal whether this lonely, sad chicken will have a great time okay. a- abroad, or it would have its neck separated from its body, plucked, gutted, butterflied, and roasted over an open <laughs> heat, smothered in peri-peri sauce, and served up to a glutton like myself. Mm-hmm. You get more than three right, I'll gouge out my eyes live on the show. Do you have a pen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, can I give you my first one? Yeah. South Korea. South Korea. Okay, I'm going to write out South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't write Korea. Korea. Show okay. The damned respect they deserve. Uh, the Netherlands. The Netherlands. <laughs> this is countries that don't have an Andos. Don't have an Andos. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... <sighs> China. China. I'm going to say... It's difficult, eh? The Democratic Republic of the Congo. Congo. <laughs> <laughs> and one last one. Yep. I'm going to go for a bit of a... <laughs> going to go a bit of a dangerous one. Uh-huh. But just in case it's like... Subversive. Yep. Portugal. Portugal, Okay. The favelas of São Paulo. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I've got a list here, so I'm going to have to look up the list okay, okay, to see. Okay. So the first one you picked was South Korea. <laughs> Let's have a look. <laughs> Phil? Uh-huh. They're not on the list. You're going to have a great time in South Korea. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, uh, ooh. So Netherlands, let me have a look in Europe. Europe. Phil, uh huh. Based on this list, you're safe. Oh, yes. There you go. <laughs> Not bad, eh? Yeah, I'm safe. I'm slowly travelling the globe. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> China. Uh huh. Phil, uh huh. According to this list, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, the damn Congo. <laughs> now let me just have a quick look just to make sure. <laughs> Phil, uh huh. Congo. It's clear. It's four in a row. You're safe. <laughs> the first safe person in the Congo. <laughs> now, <laughs> the last one you chose was Portugal. Yep. Now, unfortunately, Phil, that was oh, one of the no. second places to open up Anandos. So I'm afraid your journey ends here. 
I safely managed to circumnavigate most of the globe. Our lifelong battle has ended in the only way it could. <laughs> there are any uh, key ones you want to point out that weren't included in the list? Uh, any surprises? Uh, no, well, I, I was like quite the surprised. Republic that, of Ireland. Well, yeah, there's one in Ireland. Is there? I was quite surprised to see how long ago uh, Nando's was established in the UK. It was like mm. 92. Mm. Obviously, they take a long time to come up to Scotland because nobody cares about Scotland. Nobody likes eating fast food in Scotland. No one likes eating fast food in Scotland. And for, frankly, we were always a second thought. <laughs> so um, Just ask Theresa May. Yeah, yeah. So uh, mm. but I was always like, wow, that's, that's mental, isn't it? It was 92 that there's been Nando's in the UK. No. <laughs> I says to myself, no. I says to myself, it goes like that, it goes, no. <laughs> I says to myself. <laughs> so with that... With that, is we, it time to decide? It's time to make our decisions based on the patented Kramer system, a five-pronged point system, which uh-huh. tells us which of these topics is best for this episode. It's time to enter the consultation zone. Up first, Kingdom... Kingdom had to be Nando's, even though both are popular. Nando's has an existing fan base, uh, a huge amount of people that come and see them. Over eight hundred thousand in the UK every week, and that's just the UK. Crap! It had to be Nando's. <sighs> Rabidity. Those X Men with their active passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could beat them for sheer rabidity. <laughs> Don't explain about the fans. <laughs> Anything about you're talking about the X Men. <laughs> the X Men themselves are extremely <laughs> rabid. <laughs> the rabid Wolverine. <laughs> Rabidity. The fans of the X Men series cannot be stopped from cosplay to also cosplay to, to video games yeah. to. Random what? acts of violence in the street. <laughs> Arson. Arson. Tugging on it hard. It had to be the X-Men. <laughs> a delicious dinner. This one was a contentious one, but we had to go with Nando's because they do give you a delicious dinner for, for money. Aye, Especially if you like chicken. It can't be argued with. Martyrdom. (laughs) (laughs) This one again took a little bit of convincing, but we did feel like the X-Men were the most likely to put their lives in the line for the sake of a humanity that both hates and fears them. Yes. Yes, Phil. The X-Men. Well, yes. (laughs) Yes. Up next. especially delicious I can't wait to taste this chicken right now Nando's does take this one um, <laughs> no, no listen no, no like that no in a bad way it's, uh-huh, no, uh-huh. it's not like a biased thing it's just Nando's does make the most delicious chicken out of this in the X-Men animated series yep so fair does yep no, can't argue with the I fucking I can see it now the way you described it now yeah X-Men could have won Rocket from the crypt. Right, you see how Omega Red is an enemy of the X Men. Mm-hmm. His tendrils look kind of like ropes, uh-huh. and if he winds them round you, then you'd be on a rope. On a rope. On a rope. Got me hanging on a rope. The X Men are most That's filled true. with Rocket from the crypt. That's true. Love <laughs> <laughs> to so, be filled with Rocket from the crypt, man. <laughs> so, I mean, who does that mean has won this round of one of ten? Let me just go one, two, three, four, five. It's a draw? Oh, my God. It's a fucking draw. We're never going to sort this out until all, next time. All it means is that both things are worthy of your time now. Uh-huh. X-Men and the and Nando's. Uh-huh, both. X-Men, the animated series, and Nando's are both worth your time right now. That's all. Uh-huh. And we'll, you know, we'll see what happens next time when we once again pit X-Men against Nando's. And the... Episode two of our ten episode series. Oh, something to look forward to. Can't wait! Can't wait to see and hear it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was good. That was yeah. good. I think we got kind of. We've at least scratched the surface on what the the main values are for both the X Men and Nando's, and which one is best. Yeah, scratched an itch, you might say. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, with that, we've got that out of the way. Uh-huh. Of course. Of course. Of course. We've had our fun. Mm-hmm. We've got our decisions made for this episode. Uh huh. 
all that really all that's really left is to say thank you for listening <laughs> should we say that then yeah sure thanks for listening uh-huh. um, if you want to get in touch with us you can on twitter at Geshcast. At Geshcast. Yeah, that's I right. almost went down the cult of Geshcast route there, but no, it's at Geshcast. Just at Geshcast. I, I know it's weird, but you know it's the way things have happened, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Don't forget, you can support us by signing up for our Patreon. Patreon. How do they find that, Gavin? You can go to patreon.com forward slash cult of Geshcast. You can uh, subscribe for uh, a measly dollar a month, which is the price of a Kit Kat. Price of a damned Kit Kat. Depends where you shop. But the um, you get access to the Patreon exclusive episode. If you listen to the Patreon exclusive episode, you'll see how we came up with the name for this show. Uh huh. You'll hear about a Glasgow legend that mm-hmm. we want to know more about <laughs> uh, for sure. And you'll also get this episode one day early. You also get this episode one day early. Sure, <laughs> sure. Why not? We also answered all of your questions on the Patreon show, which I understand is snidey as fuck, but there's a certain amount of time limit that we have to put on these shows. Exactly, and we're going over long as it is. Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, without further ado, I guess we just got to say cheerio. So, call it a guest cast. See ya! Should we really have an X Men on Nando's themed uh, outro? No. <laughs> what do you think it would be? What would you go for? Uh, well, I'm trying to think of anything. You obviously want, again, something that works with chicken Both and chicken the X Men. X Men. Uh, the X Men didn't really have a. To me, my chicken. Yeah, they didn't really. They didn't have like a cheerio. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have much of a cheerio. No. Um, um, yes. What, what X Men crap can you think of right now? Oh, Ileana. Ileana. Um, um, Sentinels. Sent- Jean. 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 Give me, give me. I'll tell you. Asteroid just... yum. <laughs> Out of this, give me a Professor X Jean. Gene! <laughs> Do you know what he'd really shriek? Or maybe he was getting attacked by a psychic blast because of the yeah. force. <laughs> okay, now give me a Logan gene. Gene. Now give me a Cyclops gene. Gene! Excellent. See you all later on. Thanks very much. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll give you any... Whatever you want. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about Terrace House. No. We didn't get to talk about... Job interviews. That was going to be my hard topic. Of okay. Okay. Well, next episode we've got twelve. Okay. Well, fucking ten. Ten more episodes. Ten episodes to talking go. about job interviews and me fucking ramming Terrace House. Right. <laughs> it's actually time to go now. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'll see you.